0: I looked at the bloodstains on his designer distressed jeans and his artfully faded reproduction Rolling Stones concert tee from a show that took place well before he was conceived. Then I looked at much larger bloodstains on the sheets of the queen-sized bed and the flecks of blood spattered on the wall. I looked at the floor to see what I'd crushed underfoot, half expecting cockroaches, and found dozens of scattered almonds instead. I listened as the door closed behind me and locked. I watched as Soledad walked toward the bathroom and the dude snagged her by the hand before she could go in. I asked, is this the asshole? I pointed at myself. Honestly, in most circumstances, in any given room on any given day, I'd say, yeah, I'm the asshole here, but in this particular scenario, and I know we just met and all, but in this room here, I pointed at him. I'm more than willing to give you the benefit of the doubt and say that you're the asshole. He looked at Soledad. So yeah, he's the asshole then. She twisted her hand free and went into the bathroom. He's the guy I told you about. She closed the door behind her. He looked at me. Yeah, you're the asshole, all right. I held up a hand. Hey, look, if you're gonna insist... I can only accept the title, but seriously, don't sell yourself short. You got the asshole thing locked up if you want it. He came down the room in a loose strut, I imagine, had been meticulously assembled from endless repeat viewings of Tom Cruise's greatest hits. Yeah, I can tell by the way you're talking. You're the one fucked with her today. Made jokes about a dad killing himself. You're the asshole, all right. The toilet flushed. Soledad yelled over it. He didn't make jokes. The dude looked at the closed door. You said he made jokes. He looked at me. Asshole. Fucking go in someone's home. There's been a tragedy. Go in and try to make money off that. Fucking vulture. Fucking ghoul. Who does that? Who comes up with that for a job? That your dream job, man? cleaning up dead people? Other kids were hoping to grow up to be movie stars, and you were having fantasies about scooping people's guts off the floor. I shifted, crushing a few more almonds. Truth is, mostly I had fantasies about doing your mom. He slipped a lozenge of perforated steel from his back pocket, flicked his wrist and thumb in an elaborate show of coordination, and displayed the open butterfly knife resting on his palm. Say what, asshole? Say nothing, actually. Except say that maybe he was right and I was the asshole in the room. Certainly being an asshole was how I came to be there in the first place. Jealous, bitter, cynical, hostile, and pretentious. Chev was getting in my ass. Give me a hand here. Just a sec, I want to finish this. A sec, my ass, get the fuck over here and give me a hand. I got up and walked across the shop. The copy of Fangoria folded open to an article about a new wave of bootleg Eastern European ultra-horror DVDs. Put that down and hold this. I lowered the magazine, looked at the girl lying frozen on the table, her shirt pulled up, one tit untucked from her bra, tension in every muscle of her body. A thin stream of tears running from her eyes flipped him off and took hold of the glover bulldog clamp locked on the tip of the girl's nipple, stretching it taut for the needle. The girl banged her heel on the table. Don't pull on it, don't pull on it. I'm not pulling on it. She squirmed. You're so pulling. I am not, you're moving. I looked at Chev. Did I pull on it or did she move? Chev turned from his kit, a large needle between the fingers of his left hand. Just hold it steady, both of you. The girl froze. I looked back in my magazine and read about a scene in a movie called Amputee where a guy has his eyes gouged out and his toes are amputated by the bad guy and sewn into his empty eye sockets. I'm holding steady. The clamp vibrated slightly as Chev ran the needle through.